Welcome to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. I thank you for joining us. If you're wondering, just like me, what's going to happen to the Earth and its people, well, wait no more. Let's find out by listening to the last tale of Night Everlasting entitled Coda, a concluding event. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. <laughs> Eleven months and nine days later, the governments across the world proclaimed a holiday for people to celebrate. A chance for everyone to spend time with their families and friends. To think of the obstacles that had taken place over the years. Not just the obstacles that the Earth had faced, but also the personal ones that people had in their lives. A day of remembering, strength, and resiliency. A day of remembering how strong people can be when necessary, bonding together. All government offices were closed at every level. Hospitals remained open, but sparsely staffed. Then hours later, locking their doors, not letting people in or out. Signs had been posted on the doors that an infection was circulating among the patients, so a quarantine had been implemented. At approximately 1300 hours, the first meteorite could be seen in the sky, burning brightly as it descended through the Earth's atmosphere. About the size of a basketball, the light from it could be seen by millions. Everyone had stopped what they were doing to look at it. Those who were indoors came out, gazing and wondering what was happening. After the meteorite's illumination had stopped, people still were looking into the sky, wondering what was still so bright. Then panic slowly started to creep in. Those millions of people, all together, realized that it was sunlight. People started yelling to get inside and blacken their hands. Others, seeking refuge and places to hide, forced open the doors of the hospitals. Once inside, people found that all staff, patients, visitors, those on life support, even those on the operating table, awaiting surgery, or in the middle of a procedure, were dead. Calls were being made to political officials and other government agencies, but no one was answering the endless ringing of the phones. No one knew what was happening. Within minutes, more pieces of the asteroid pierced the curtain, their burning light streaking across the sky. Some burning completely away, others hitting the ground. Sunlight where it was supposed to be dark, started pummeling the surface of the Earth like large raindrops, increasing with each meteorite making its way through the Earth's atmosphere. A larger piece of the asteroid collided with one of the Earth curtain satellites, causing a brightness that had not been seen in the sky for decades. Due to the impact, the satellite fell out of orbit. A fail-safe system in the event of something happening to a satellite 
was to disengage the pneumatic grippers from the other satellites and retract the curtain, allowing the single satellite to fall, burning up in the atmosphere. Unfortunately, the amount of sunlight now reaching the Earth was waking up the day monsters from their slumber. A larger piece impacted another satellite, this one not being able to disengage from the others. The curtain fell, exposing half of the planet. The screaming was resentless as the day monsters fed on the men, the women, and children. The feeding frenzy was comparable to jackals tearing apart of the planet. As the Earth slowly rotated, pieces of the asteroid still made their way, punching through the curtain that was left. Within hours, anything that had had a life force was gone. The wind whistled a mournful song, as if it knew there was no living species left on the planet. If anyone had been left to read the report that had not been made public, the report informed the governments and leaders that the mission to destroy the asteroid with the nuclear warheads had failed. Two of the warheads failed to detonate, leaving large portions of the asteroid intact. Using high-fidelity simulations, scientists had reported in a study published more than a century ago a stealthy asteroid as long as 330 feet, could be annihilated by a one megaton nuclear device, with 99.9% of its mass being blasted out of Earth's way if the asteroid is attacked at least two months before impact. The simulation was wrong. The advice that was given was not to inform the population of the failure. The death of the planet was inevitable, either by being destroyed by the asteroid, the population being wiped out by the day monsters, or both combined. After the report was read, all government employees at every level were given tablets to take and to give to their families a more peaceful passing from this life and not endure death by day monsters or the asteroid. All medical personnel were given the same choices. Any patient on life support had been disconnected. Any patient that was on the surgical table was put to sleep forever. The skeleton staff at the hospitals were mostly made up of single doctors and nurses, so the ones with families could spend the last few hours together and administer the medication for a peaceful death. Larger pieces of the asteroid were now relentlessly striking the Earth, craters being formed due to the impacts. Tsunamis were generated where the pieces struck the oceans, but since no one was left, the water claimed no lives, just the possessions of those that were already gone. The warning that had been generated, telling other worlds not to travel to Earth, had been received by other life forms in other galaxies. Even though it took centuries, the day monsters eventually died out themselves. Since there was no longer a nutrient source 
an energy type of cannibalism took place between the creatures. The stronger ones fed on the weak until no more. In time, a cenotaph was placed on the planet Earth by the life forms in the countless galaxies far and beyond the limits of space. It told of the planet and the human species and how their contribution and fight against the interdimensional creatures helped create and establish defenses so that no other planet would be invaded and conquered by these beings. Earth had been the first planet that these creatures traveled to but could not return due to the portals around the globe at that time could only be opened once. Earth had been chosen due to its weaknesses and what resumed to be an inability for the human species to survive. Much had been learned from observation by the other life forms. Eventually, the interdimensional beings had been eliminated. Planet Earth's death was not in vain.